Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Um, you're probably listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday. I'm actually recording it on Tuesday, getting ahead of the game, because I had a good idea and I wanted to talk about it, and it also kind of correlates with the article I wrote this week. And I called it a choose-your-own-adventure. You know, I mean, if and it really is Steeler-draft-oriented. Well, it's very Steeler-draft-oriented for the <clears throat> for the, the article. Go check that out. Um, about... If you go, if you go this direction at seventeen, then how do you, you know, you choose your adventure to go down this path for the next two picks, or trading down comes up a lot, you know, and that's what I want to talk about with this. So, first of all, I think this will be my twenty fifth season of being in football media for a living, or, or football period for a living, and I've old enough and wise enough. Wisdom is not my strength, but um, to realize that on February 21, to say something like this is foolish, but I'm going to say it anyways. I feel like I'm starting to get a pretty good grasp of this first round, and trust me, I'm going to be in Indianapolis a week from now and might be like, why did I record that podcast last week? This is all blown up. All these guys' numbers, everything you're hearing is totally up in the air, totally different than expected. But looking at this through a Steelers perspective at 17, I feel very strongly, and you can count these off with me, that these players will be gone. Jalen Carter, check. Will Anderson, check. Tyree Wilson, check. Tyree Wilson, who actually Daniel Jeremiah had going ahead of Anderson in his latest mock, which means he's hearing all sorts of things. So I don't think Tyree Wilson really even gets out of the top six. Those three defensive players aren't going to be Steelers, going to be gone. I think the same is true. I feel a little less strongly, but I feel the same is true about Miles Murphy from Clemson. You know, Trevon Walker type. So there's four dudes there, not going to be Steelers, out of the equation, only leaves 13 more picks. Do the math with me. So let's take that number down to 10 because I think Young, Stroud, Levis, top three quarterbacks, no chance of getting to 17. So that leaves us 10 spots to go, right? Now, I think likely gone, highly likely gone, and you're not going to like hearing this, are Paris Johnson the pure offensive tackle from Ohio State. Skoronsky, the best O-lineman in this draft. And I feel pretty darn strong that Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Porter Jr. are all gone. So those corners and tackles are going to be a lot of your guys' targets. But I think Skoronsky, Johnson, Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Porter are all gone. So that gets us to 12 names off the board. And frankly, if one of those last five, I have mixed feelings about Skoronsky, but Johnson, Skoronsky, Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Porter, if they're there at 17, I think you just take it and you're happy about it. And, you know, something malfunctioned with Williamson's thoughts here on these guys. So I think those 12 are gone. I think there's a very, I think there's a maybe 50% chance that B. John Robinson, the top running back, goes before the Steelers pick. And Van Ness, another versatile 
defensive player. But I'm not going to count those. I'm not going to say likely gone or 75% chance gone. So I gave you 12 names. Carter, Anderson, Wilson, Murphy, Young, Stroud, Levis, Skaronsky, Johnson, Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Porter, all of whom I think will be out of the equation. And that leaves five spots open. So we'll talk about that situation when we get back here in a minute. So, some other guys will fall. I haven't listed any wide receivers. I guarantee a wide receiver is off the board. And the more, the merrier. I mean, if two are off the board in addition, you know, to fill these five remaining spots, I think that's great. And a big thing with receivers is franchise tags, fifth year's options, things like that. It's very advantageous to take a receiver early, almost to the quarterback level, but not quite, just financially. So I don't love Addison. I don't love Johnston. But finance is telling you taking a mid-round Johan Dotson type last year makes a lot of sense for your cap. So I can almost promise you one, two, as many as three receivers will fill those five open spots. But let's be conservative, say one. Again, I think Bijan Robinson and Van Ness both absolutely have a chance to be gone. Maybe a tight end. I'm going to say no, but maybe a tight end is off the board. It'd probably be the Packers that would have to make that move. Uh, Maybe Washington, but there's a chance. So let's bring up one other name, though. The fourth quarterback is Richardson. And when I hesitate to even call him the fourth, because I could see teams looking at him and going, he should be the second quarterback. He should be the third quarterback. He should be the sixth quarterback. He's not completing passes well. But Sears aren't going to take Richardson, of course. So you want him to be gone before the 17. You want him to fill one of those five spots. Or do you? <laughs> because if he's sitting there at 17... He seems like the most logical guy that is 50-50 to, and I I honestly don't think he'll get to 17. I think he's a 25% chance he gets to 17. But if he's there, you're going to get calls. And a lot of what I talk about in my article is the trade value chart and like, what, what do you pick up going back three spots or whatever? But if people are trading up for a quarterback, you'll get even more than what 17 is really worth. So... In a way, that's kind of a no-lose situation for the Steelers. Either Richardson's there and your phones light up from Seattle or Detroit that has two first-round picks and went a different direction with the other one. Or, I mean, we could come up with a long list of names of people that would want a franchise quarterback, possibly. Or he's gone and one more dude falls to you. Better chance Porter or Gonzalez falls to you. So, again, we're filling those five spots pretty quick with receivers, maybe a tight end. Richardson, either way, is in your favor. And then there's three names I wanted to bring up, too, that more and more by this logic, by this you know simple math filling out 17 spots, makes a lot of sense to me of what direction to go to at 17. 
I love this corner class. And I might regret saying this is, of course, a subject to change. This is, you know, mid to late February. I don't think any of the corners for me at 17, when you consider the depth of the class, are worth it unless it's Witherspoon, Gonzalez, or Porter. So if one of those are there, cash it in, cool, great. But otherwise, you might get a very, very similar prospect at 32. So I'm kind of those three corners or bust in the first round. But I would consider Branch, who's listed as a safety, but he's a slot corner. He's a minka. He's just a football player, defensive back, blitzer, would give you so many different disguise coverages. So he's a DB, I would consider at 17, where there's really only three others, that I th- and I think those three will be gone. Now, I didn't mention Jones, the tackle from Georgia. He's probably pretty close to, if he's there, just kind of run up the podium, cash it in, left tackle, bring along as fast or slow as you want. I'm going to give him a one in three chance of being available, though. I mean, tackles go quickly. If he tests extremely well, which I think he will next week, I don't think he's super tall or super long-armed, but I don't know that he gets to 17. But he's one of my three in the mix, and that's Branch, Jones, and Brian Breesey. He's another one that's all going to be about medicals next week, which are hard things for us to get true reports on. So those are all encouraging to me. Breesey's going to be the, the second D-tackle off the board, and if he's medically cleared, could go as early as eight, nine, ten. So we may find out that Williamson, we had no chance of Breezy, you know, where some people are, most people are like hedging their bets right now on him and mocks and people in the know saying, um, some people are like, he's not going the first round. Well, he's a first round player. Some are like, you know, he, he's going in the top 10. And most people are kind of hedging saying, ah, he's going 25. Well, he's probably more likely to either fall out of one if he's a medical concern or be long gone before the Steelers. So, the chances that he's at 17 and he's the pick are probably slim because if he's healthy, he's gone. If he's not, he's not the pick and he's more of a second round type. So Jones, Branch, Breesey to me are all intriguing. I don't think Jones will be there and I don't think the pick will be Breesey. And I'm not saying that leaves Branch. Leads me to trading down, man. You know, especially if somebody's coming after Richardson or, you know, a couple of these dudes, you kind of run to the podium, those top three corners, Jones, uh, and you're happy about it. Sure. But the other ones, it's a little foggy to me right now. And if I can, if I'm torn between five dudes, but none of them are making me do cartwheels and I can move back six spots, five spots, pick up a third and something else. I think that's a move. So something's kind of spelled out in my article. Check that out. Um, just as a fun little conversation. And I might make fun of myself a week from now after I learn more at the combine. So talk to you later.